Today, we're going to take a look at a report from Headset about Saskatchewan's cannabis industry, give us an idea of what middle America might be doing, give us an insight into uh, North America in some rural areas and see what happens eventually. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. All right, so let's dive into this report for Saskatchewan. Cannabis sales by Providence from January to August of 2020. Looking to determine Saskatchewan's general market standing compared to other provinces. You can look at a total cannabis sales from January through August. We see that Saskatchewan is significantly smaller than the other provinces in total sales, with the next smallest market being British Columbia bringing in 2.6 times more than that of Saskatchewan. And BC's low sales aren't because BC isn't able to sell a lot. Their uh, legacy market is a lot more entrenched. And also there's a a tight-knit group up there that's not really allowing for the expansion of businesses. So I would expect that to, um, to exceed expectations in the next year. Moving on to monthly cannabis sales, again, by Providence, you can dig deeper into the monthly sales by Providence, allowing us to view the long-term performance of each Providence and see how Saskatchewan sales changed compared to others. So it's clear that cannabis sales in Canada, they've been steadily growing across all provinces over the previous 13 months. And so we've noticed that considerable drop in sales in Ontario from April into June when retailers were closed due to the pandemic. You can see see the same thing in the States where Massachusetts was not deemed essential business and those obviously uh, that area was hurt by sales. And so the same thing with some of the Ontario um, government owned stores, they initially closed, um, they kind of reverted back to essential business and then kind of got rid of the owner, uh, the government owned store model. So we'll just have to wait and see. That's kind of a a mess up there with um, 2.0 trying to roll out, but having its own, you know, roadblocks. So month over month growth, we can see Saskatchewan's overall growth in total sales. It's quite similar to that of other provinces. And so in other words, Saskatchewan's market is growing at a rate similar to others. So there can be some anomalies such as you know, British Columbia's, they've got a massive growth in November of 2019, Saskatchewan surge in January of 2020, Ontario's uh, roller coaster sales from April through July of 2020. But on average, each market has grown at a similar rate in most months. So although Saskatchewan's the smallest market, it's keeping pace with the others. Moving on to category market share, looking at brands that can reference on the graph to help determine which province is better suited for certain products. So for example, Saskatchewan, it's the second lowest share in flour, beating Alberta by a small percentage. Saskatchewan also has the highest share of vape pens by considerable margin, surpassing the next largest Ontario by 2.8%. So we can also see that Saskatchewan has the lowest share of edibles at 2.6% and beverages at 0.7% of these provinces. So looking like pretty old school Saskatchewan, uh, you know, if we're going to compare that to the U.S. and middle America, they're probably really used to their flour and then not so much with uh, concentrates. I remember hearing people in, in New York had no idea what uh, dabs were just like maybe three years ago, 2017. And so um, to my surprise, we're kind of on the West Coast. We think that just because we're entrenched in it, that it's the norm and it's really not. So I think you know certain trends are going to take a while to be normalized more so than others. And that's also peace of mind. So it's going to take a particular brand 
It's also going to take, you know, some marketing to get people to be aware of it and then comfortable after they're aware of it. So we can see that Saskatchewan, they'd be a great providence to debut a new vape pen product because vape pens hold the highest market share in Saskatchewan than any other providence. And on the other hand, newly induced, introduced edibles and beverages would be most likely to perform better in provinces other than Saskatchewan, kind of telling us that there's still some stigma surrounding you know, pre-rolls or other products. So going for something like a vape pen, Uh, We can compare that to Arizona, that vape pens outsell pre-rolls because it's a conservative area. People don't want to smell. They want it to be something that is uh, convenient, but also that you can conceal it. So looks like Saskatchewan is still in that uh, area where it's, um, it has its own stigma still. Breaking down category market share in Saskatchewan. This graph focuses on Saskatchewan's product category market share month over month. And you can see that the share of vape pens quickly increased early in the year as they held steady around 17% since March, with August showing the lowest share in six months. Pre-rolls first decreased in March and April before rebounding to now holding its highest market share ever in Saskatchewan. Flowers market share has slowly and steadily eroded since March, but still makes the majority of total sales. And that's also pretty normal as um, any new rollout, you're going to see flower at its dominance and then decrease in its concentration as people become more comfortable trying new products. Also, we have to remember that the pandemic really kind of stifled a lot of combustion. So whether it was pre-rolls or flower, we saw people hoarding them, but not consuming them, switching to other products like maybe edibles or vape pens, um, as it was deemed, you know, the perception of it being a safer product uh, rather than burning, you know, smoking cigarettes or whatever else. We see countries like Turkey completely banning outdoor smoking cigarettes because of the pandemic. So a lot of that is crossing over into cannabis and people, um, you know, during the winter time, at least last year, were not smoking. I anticipate that to happen again as we're starting to, you know, the, the fear porn is out there with the mainstream media pushing, um, you know, that this next lockdown and, All of that stuff. So I think it's going to affect sales no matter what. The average basket size by Providence is pretty interesting. That Saskatchewan is um, almost at Ontario and beating BC by a couple of bucks. So of the four Providences between, again, January and August, Saskatchewan is the second highest basket size, only behind Ontario. Also see that Saskatchewan's average transaction size has been 14% larger than that of Alberta through 2020 so far. So at $47 per basket, meaning people are going in there spending 47 bucks, not the same as you know Illinois, for example, uh, or Massachusetts. I think Massachusetts is slightly over Illinois. Um, around 90 something dollars will be covering that next week um, with at least 10 markets and what they're doing from year over year sales to concentration to basket size, all of that. All right, product and brand assortment by Providence. You can see Saskatchewan is the only Providence without a provincially run distributor, meaning that LPs can sell directly to retail operators. Therefore, it's not, not really a surprise to see that stores in Saskatchewan have a wider assortment of products and brands than other Providences. For example, Ontario and Saskatchewan stores have sold a median of 85% distinct brands so far this year, while Alberta and BC have sold a bit fewer. So the biggest difference, however, is the distinct Providence where the median Saskatchewan store has sold considerably more discrete products than the other median stores in the other 
in the other provinces. So to put that in for perspective, a customer walking into the average Saskatchewan store will have 33% more product selection than a customer walking into the average Alberta store. So this is likely a direct result of the fully private markets in Saskatchewan. So the provincial market share by brand rank shows the total market share of groups within each province so far this year. And it's useful to see how each market is consolidated. So Ontario stands out as the most consolidated market with over a third of sales going to the top five brands and over half of the sales going to the top 10. So in Saskatchewan, the top 10 brands contribute less market share, 40%, than the other provinces. So the effect of the fully private model is further demonstrated by Saskatchewan's market share of brands ranked 1 to 20, which is 7.4% less than Ontario. The biggest difference is the market share of the lowest ranked brands on the market, those ranked 51 or higher. These brands contribute 15% to total market share, nearly double that of the next closest providence, which is BC, illustrating that Saskatchewan may be the best opportunity in Canada for smaller brands to get in front of consumers and build brand awareness. So in conclusion, Saskatchewan's the smallest cannabis market of the four provinces. It's growing at a rate similar to Alberta, British Columbia, and Ontario. Saskatchewan has the second largest average transactional size out of the four provinces and a much wider offering of products and brands due to the fully private nature of the market, making it a great opportunity for smaller brands to introduce products to consumers before expanding to other provinces. So it's going to be intriguing to watch how Saskatchewan's fully private market model continues to influence sales and how the market overall plays out for the remainder of 2020. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.